Yeah. 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 Welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast featuring Mike Yanda and Bobby Hoyt. Sit back, relax, and learn how to make a crap load of money online. I will fire clients. Look, I'm just trying to stay married as hell. Listen, man, if they can't sell without paid traffic, they sure as hell can't sell with it. We always forget what we're talking about. Must be the one. I will earn that money back and destroy him. Dude, if your internet's going to be boo-boo this entire time, I'm going to be mad. I'm Mike, he's Bobby, and this is the Laptop Empires podcast. we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about course launches. When you listen to this, we will have just launched up our, or not launched up, finished up. I can't ever do an intro correctly the whole way through, but it's okay. it is what it is. We're moving <laughs> on. If you're listening to this, we just wrapped up our Facebook side hustle launch for January. The mm. course is going to be shut down for the next couple of months. So I'm sorry, but you know, if you're interested, you can get on the wait list. We'll put it here and we'll let you know around April when we open it up again. So you know, but we're recording this ahead of time. So I'm really not sure how much we'll be making this launch to like share that with you or anything. But we wanted to go ahead and talk about course launches because there's a lot of you that follow us here on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, the blog, email us everywhere that are interested in creating your own info products. You want to create, whether it's a mini course or a full-blown course like we've done or a membership site, coaching program, whatever it is, like you're interested in this and we want to talk about it. And this is probably Bobby, the thing that I think we're most passionate about here at Laptop yes. Empires, like really is info. Yeah, products. I think so. No, and I, what's funny about it is it's probably one of the things, you know, obviously we, we teach Facebook ads and, and we've done, you know, really well with that and our students have done well with it. But like the thing that's probably the most, I don't want to say impressive because I don't want to like sound like we're patting ourselves on the back. But if, if it was me looking at our business from the outside and looking in, you know, from the outside, I would be like, man, how did they build a, like a seven figure info product business in basically, you know, a year and a half or whatever. So, yeah. but we don't talk about this very much, you know, it's like, right. we don't really, and that's kind of the next step for people to kind of understand like where we are in the business evolution. But you know, that is something we are going to be teaching more, but you know, you got to do the stuff and you got to figure it out first before you can kind of teach people, or at least that's kind of our philosophy. So, but it is one of the things I love talking about it. It's the thing that gets me the most excited um, because I think it's just kind of this natural progression that I see from a lot of people, from people that are uh, doing freelance, you know, marketing kind of work or freelance writing work or blogging. Like that next step is usually some kind of info product teaching other people what they know. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I, I love talking about it. We don't talk about it very much, but we will more because I think we have a lot of expertise in this area. That's going to change. That's going to change for sure. So before we get into this, I'm just going to drop a little like, why should you listen to us, you know, on this topic? Okay. For one, just like for me, you know, in the, in the digital marketing agency I, I own over at Red Dirt, we've been promoting courses and coaching programs for almost six years now. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty crazy. So I've, I've been doing this personally a lot in a lot of different ways and a lot of different formats. Bobby had, has worked with people and put out some other products as well uh, beyond just working with Laptop Empire. So he has a lot of experience with that as well. But here for us and the products that we've created, you know, we, we launched our flagship program, January of 2017, Facebook side hustle course. We did six figures on that first launch and we did six figures on that second launch too. We talked about it in the very, very early episodes. If you go to like yeah. episodes two, three, four of this podcast, we talk about creating and launching 
a, a course. So that would be really great to go listen to after this. But we did, we did our first seven figures in this business. What, like 13, 14 months in, like just yeah. over a year. And we did seven figures in the full calendar year of 2019 last year. So we've done really well with this. And the other thing that you need to know is that we've done it organically. We've not promoted it. We don't have, we've never run a webinar. We've not run Facebook ads for it. The only Facebook ads we've done have been in our course launches doing some basic retargeting and we've probably spent less than 15 grand total. Yeah. I think we spend maybe one to $2,000 per, per, per launch period. Yeah. So um, that's just kind of some <laughs> background on like, hey, this is why you should listen to us. Once again, like not to brag or anything, but like you might be going like, eh, whatever. Like they talk about all kinds of subjects. Why would, why should we listen right. to them about this one? No, this is so. what, this is what we're good at. Um, what's funny yeah. is like when you're saying that it, it, and we've talked about this before, you know, I feel like most people are successful with courses after they kind of get that paid funnel going with the webinars. And we just, that's one of those things like getting into year three, that's one of our big focuses but we we've done so well without that. And it's, it's a right. rarity, I think, because most people just aren't able to do that, but we just, for whatever reason, like we didn't, didn't go that route until now. So it's kind yeah. of funny that we're, but once we do figure that out, it's going to get, you know, even crazier than it's already been. But yeah, I do think, man, yeah, I love talking about this. So I don't even know where we're well, going with this. I, this we, is like yeah. Bobby idea, has, so. Bobby has no clue. Okay. We've got, this is a shorter episode cause I got to go pick up the kids. It's launch week as we're recording but we needed to get an episode in because we've never missed an episode. So I had an idea. Bobby doesn't know where I'm going with this. So no. let me clue everyone in. First thing I want to say very quickly who this episode is for and who right. course creation is for, because you may not know if it's a good fit for you. So I'm just going to list, and this is not all inclusive, but I'm just going to list a couple of things. Number one, if you are a blogger or YouTuber or some sort of content creator and you're building a large organic audience, course creation info products are for you. It's a great way to monetize that audience by creating something that can help them with your expertise. Okay. So that's group number one. Group number two, if you are a freelancer like myself, instead of a blogger like Bobby, and you're providing Facebook ad management services, you're a copywriter, you're a writer, editor, whatever it may be, you're a photographer, like whatever it is that you do, you can use a course to share those skills, right? to bring people into your world and to downsell people that can't afford your services, right? Having a digital course around the service you provide allows you to charge more for your services because if people can't work with you, can't afford that, you can still give them a do-it-themselves option. And if you give people a do-it-themselves option, they might eventually go, oh, this is too hard, I'm gonna hire you, or oh, okay, this has worked really well for me, now I wanna bring you in. So that's option number two. Number three, if you were some sort of coach or consultant and you have, once again, some sort of expertise that you help people with, Having a more affordable version in the form of a course, a do-it-yourself or done-with-you version instead of just the do-it-for-you version can be incredibly, incredibly beneficial to your business, okay? So if you're listening to this, there's a lot of different ways that you could, you could uh, benefit from this. So don't think that it's just you have to have a blog or you know whatever. Now, Bobby, here's what I want to know. Here's what the listeners want to know. Oh, What do you think, and this is the whole topic of the podcast, what do you think are three of the most important keys to successfully launching a course. Not just creating it and stuff, we're focusing on a launch, that's what we're doing. So what do you think are three keys to a successful launch, right? And guys, I'm putting Bobby totally on the spot. I'm talking right now just to give him a moment to think. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking. He had no clue, I'm just <laughs> threw this out there. And uh, you know, I might throw something in, maybe I'll agree, maybe I'll disagree, but this is kind of our topic of discussion for 
the next 20 minutes. Sure. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, especially the way we do courses, I think that the email copy, having solid emails for a launch and having an email list is one of the most important things uh, because that's where we make the majority of our money for our launches. I mean, it's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we're not sending people just directly to the cart and hoping they buy. It's There's kind of this nurturing process that goes through with the launch. And we do a Monday through Sunday launch pretty much where it's three emails, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, pre-launch, Thursday through Sunday is the actual cart. And we send out a lot, well, maybe not a lot. We send out a good amount of emails in those days. So I, I'd say that planning your your launch from an email perspective is, is a big part of it. Yep. I think having the, <laughs> this is funny because we didn't do very well on this at our first launch. I think planning kind of more of the tech side of things, uh, like the course delivery um, mm-hmm. and the the troubleshooting aspect, like thinking through some of those things is pretty huge, especially if you're launching for the first time, um, because there are always going to be problems that come up. And I remember when we launched our course, we actually couldn't figure out how to log into it or something. It was like when we were supposed to be launching it. I can't remember exactly how there were some issues, but you know, there was, there was things like, you know, Zapier and having like your automations and having like the, uh, the cart all sorted out and having the, uh, platform, whatever you're, you know, whatever yeah. you're hosting the thing on, what like that, that stuff is very important. So I think you have to have that stuff pretty well. well and on that, that note, like we're, we're sitting here, right? It's, it's Wednesday as we're recording. We mm-hmm. open the cart tomorrow morning and we found out last night that ThriveCart, our software, is doing the biggest update they've ever done in the history of their software, completely right. changing the builder. We don't know how it's going to affect things. We don't know what's going to break, although I'm sure something will break. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, like it's so, you know, there's always something like something will happen. And uh, who knows, like, you know, fingers crossed you're listening to this and we had no issues. Like, please. <laughs> I think we'll be <laughs> no okay. Issues. But, but you, never know. you never know. And so, yeah. but we're, we're prepared for it this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so the tech side, like, you know, having that stuff kind of sorted out or a good idea of what, what could go wrong or just trying to think through some of that stuff, um, the emails. And then, you know, the most important thing, the third one, that's tough because there's a couple that kind of come to mind with like doing Facebook lives or um, pick one. Yeah. On the spot. If you have a course group, ah, this is tough. This is tough. If you have a course group, I think, especially on an initial launch, setting the culture of the, the course group from the beginning, especially if it's a paid thing like what we did. Like the support is, group. Yeah, like a support group, like getting people excited about taking the course and all that kind of stuff. I think that's like wildly important, especially if it's a paid group like ours. Um, if it's not a paid group, it might not be as important. I don't know. I'll go with that as a third. I'll probably change my mind though. Okay. No, this is, this is really interesting because I, I did put you on the spot and I think it's Interesting that all the stuff that you talked about was really about having a smooth launch, like like <laughs> making sure there's no there's it's no probably, stress. I always get stressed out during launches, so that's probably why. Yeah, and so that's interesting, and you know, just some insight. Even the email, like you know, when Bobby does emails for launches, like uh, we've yeah. had. I think we had a launch where I put. <laughs> I think I like was in charge of like inputting the emails to the list one time and I sent out instead of like the subject line, I set up like you put Thursday like launch number two. Or- <laughs> I think I put like Thursday PM email or something like that. So, um, but Bobby, you know, he's so, I, so I just go with it. He's so, you know, like checking every link and making sure everything's perfect. And so yeah, it's yeah, just a little bit of a little stress there. No, I think for me, like when I was thinking about it and I hadn't actually come up with answers, I just came up with the topic we hopped on. And so I was thinking about these you were talking. I'm thinking of like a successful launch. The most important thing that comes to mind to me 
happens because of one of the reasons I think most courses fail. And that is like just having a shitty offer. Can I say shitty on <laughs> yeah. a podcast? I, 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 figure, I think we're like explicit. So I can't remember what I've done in the past, but I think, no, I think we're good. I think you're good. We're good. Just can't do it. No, and that's a good point. Uh, that's, that's more like, I guess that is part of the launch, but that's like kind of a pre Probably part thing. of the creation. Like if you don't but have what, a good product, you know. But what <laughs> but happens, offer, yeah. and you've seen this, how many times in the past two years since we launched our course, right? Have we seen other people that were like, oh, I like what they did. I want that in my business or just completely just not related to us in any way. They just decided to do one and it flopped. Right. And one of the main reasons that that's happened is because they didn't have a great offer. They just didn't think it the whole way through. They created maybe something that they had to offer or that they liked, but it wasn't really solving a pressing pain for their audience. Yeah. Right. Whereas like for us, like the Facebook side hustle course was directly tied to a pain in the millennial money, specifically your money, man, audience. Right. Yeah. And it was, it was this conversation like you saying like, man, I hate when I have people talk to me and they read my content and they're trying to save and budget and do all these things, but like, they're just not earning enough to overcome the debts they have or to make progress or whatever it is. And I wish I could help them. Right. And this was our solution, right? A simple easy to start, you know, side hustle, even if you have no experience, it pays really well and is a low time investment, right? It was, it, it fit, it, it solved this big need. Yeah. Um, and we've seen a lot of other successful products and, and things that are solving different kinds of needs, but not every offer is the same. And so I, I feel like that's a big thing. You're probably right. Mm -hmm. It's probably more pre-launch. It's probably more course creation. Yeah, well, it's part of it. But, though. but I oh. think people just go, I'm going to create this thing and then they promote it and they hear crickets. Well, I think a perfect example, just even using our course, had we positioned the course as, you know, learn how to do Facebook ads so you can quit your job, we probably wouldn't have been nearly as successful with the course. Right. Because the reality is, sure, we've had people that have taken our courses and quit their job. But that's a huge, huge leap from a side hustle that you can do in your spare time, which is what most people are looking for. Most people, you know, right. I've talked to plenty of people that, that maybe don't super love their job, but it's not even that they don't love their job. They don't love the pay, right? Like any sure. job becomes a little bit cooler when you get paid more money uh, or at least more palatable. And that's what, you know, just even from like seeing the, the millennial money men audience over the last couple of years. And now with our audience at laptop empires, cause we have our own traffic that comes into that mm -hmm. side, that offer of make a thousand to $2,000 per month in your spare time as a side hustle so that you can reach your financial goals is a lot more powerful and accessible than do the, take this course and quit your job. Cause that's scary, right? right? Yeah. Like one's way scarier. So if we had positioned it the wrong way, you know, to where it wasn't appealing to the, the highest volume of people um, mm -hmm. and, and really touch those pain points that people do have, then we would not have done seven figures with the course. So that is huge. Yeah. And I think a good example of that, you know, is teachers, right? Mm -hmm. Like some people are very passionate about teaching. They love it. They love yeah. working with the kids. I know both my in-laws are teachers and they've retired. They retired early and, you know, they got tired of the teaching and the bureaucracy and that kind of stuff, but they love the kids. They love teaching the kids, you yeah. know? And, yeah. and I know I was talking to uh, my buddy, Jason, you know, client of mine, good friend of mine has a very successful online business as a fitness coach. And he was a teacher. Mm -hmm. He was like, I love teaching. I didn't really plan to leave teaching at first. I just, I wanted 
I, I, I wanted to make an extra $20,000. Like, and he's like, right. I knew, and he's like, I knew that if I could make 20 grand in a year, he's like, if I became a principal, I could do that. And he goes, yeah. but the reality was I kind of wanted to earn principal money without principal hours or giving up teaching. <sighs> yeah. Right. And yeah. so he was like, I, that was my goal. Make some money on the side, a little over a thousand dollars per month extra, not quite $2,000 per month extra. But then it just kind of blew up and he realized he liked that more. And so right. he left. Right. But it didn't have to be that way, you know? And so I think, yeah, you're, I think it's a good point. If we had done like every other Facebook ad course out there and it's like start your agency earn $10,000 per month, it, it wouldn't have. No, it wouldn't have hit the spot. And, and I do think a lot of the times when we do see people come out with these courses, it's like they, maybe it's a great product, but they don't really think through. It's like the course is more designed for like themselves and the messaging is designed for themselves than it is for the actual people that they're selling it to or like the people that they want to attract. So like, you know, maybe they did quit their, you know, for the Facebook thing, maybe, you know, somebody did quit their job or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you quit your job and ran uh, Facebook ads full time, but I mean, that's cool for you, but that's not cool for everybody. And so if you're thinking about yourself more than, more than the people that are actually you're trying to reach and help, um, I think a lot of people just kind of mess up that messaging and then it's just, then it kind of falls flat. And then sometimes people just like don't put a lot of thought into like the actual product. Do people want it? Is it in demand? And you can't always get that right because we've done stuff, you know, we've had projects where we thought for sure, like it was going to be a total hit and like people were going to love it and buy the crap out of it. And then, you know, there were like crickets. (laughs) So it's, that happens and there is kind of a testing phase, but I do think if you think through, because you and I had these conversations early where we really thought through like, what are the pain points and like, what are, who can we sell this to and what can, you know, what are they trying to achieve? That goes not only on the sales page, because like if you look at our sales page for Facebook Side Hustle, the promise is right there in the first like paragraph where it talks about what the pain point is and exactly what we're selling this course for. But then it kind of bleeds through to the email copy and to the mm-hmm. ad copy, the retargeting copy, the, the, the order cart copy, like everything, you know, and it, it changes right. the whole thing. So the email marketing was one of my three. So yeah. I want to come back to that in a second, but I figure I'll say the, the other one that I had and we'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. So my other one for just having a successful launch is that your actions for all of the months, all of the year that you're not launching determine your success in a launch. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something that people don't really think about. And I think it's very important. And that's how you show up to your audience, how you're building your audience you know, building your email list, like all of those things matter. And so if you look at what we're doing, we're producing great content. We're helping our audience. We're providing, I hate that, like put value out into the world. It's not that it's providing something useful, helping people get from one point to the next, right? So if you're putting out content, if you're growing your audience, you're expanding your organic reach, you're running paid ads to get people in your world, you're getting people in your email list or your Facebook group, you're creating this, you know, sense that they know you like you trust you. Mm-hmm. If you're doing those things and showing up consistently, then your launches and your promotions will get better and better over time. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do those things, that won't happen. And yeah. so I, I always feel like a, your actions leading up to the launch in the months leading up to the launch are kind of a predictor of how well you'll do. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I hope so because we put a lot of work into this launch. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, it's funny. And it, but, it, but I don't even mean just like the things, like all the bonuses we put in, right? We've right. got like 10 new bonuses that we put into this launch and that took work. 
right? Yeah. But that's not the kind of stuff I mean even. I mean like it's it's the podcasts, it's the YouTube mm-hmm. videos, it's the blog posts, it's the the live coaching calls, it's the providing a good quality product that makes your students go out and sing your praises and recommend your product instead of telling people to avoid it, right? right. It's the relationships with affiliates, podcast interviews, conferences, like all of the different things that you do, right? Yeah. To build your business and build your brand, right? So it's, it's all, it's that brand building and honing your message, building your audience. Like, I, I feel like that's huge. Well, it is. And even like, that's kind of like, I'm going to use a Gary V, a rare Gary V reference on the show, but that's kind of like the clouds portion. I feel like, like putting out the good stuff in the world yep. and then the dirt part of it is what we see on our analytics in the back end. And I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. Like people really do look at 15, 20, 25 pieces of content before they buy something from you. Like we've seen that over and over we know and that. over again. We have proof. <laughs> yeah, the, we've seen the customer journeys and, and it's just over and over and over. You see people just con- like consume your content and go through tons and tons of stuff because it takes people a while, you know, on average, I'd say it takes people a while to warm up to you and trust you and like you and feel like you're a reputable source before they give you their money, right? Like right. there are so many crappy, scammy things out on the internet um, that the way you combat that is by putting out a lot of content, putting out this podcast content, like what you were talking about, like doing all the things to where they can actually get to know you. And you're not just like some dude hitting them with a Facebook ad in a mansion. Like, a dude, I, get, I got hit with this ad from this kid that looked like he was like, 18 and a half, <laughs> you know, like not even <laughs> like he looked like this, this kid and he's sitting in a private jet. And then I tried to do a little more research and, and there was like nothing about the guy, you know, and, and I'm sure he just somehow like, you know, rented something where you can go sit in a private jet and like he was in an empty mansion or what it was like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But there's so many scammer people out there like that, that if you right. can be the opposite by putting out content and putting in the work to actually get people's trust, so they'll buy something from you. I think that's huge. I mean, it pays dividends, you know, the more and more of that stuff you put out. Yeah. And the last note on this, because it's going to tie into the next subject is email copywriting is so important to your launch, right? That was the one commonality we had in our three things that we're going to talk about next. But if you aren't emailing your list when you're not launching, your emails for your launch are going to fall flat. You will make money, but they will fall flat. And you need to be, because you need to be developing that relationship. They need to know who you are, right? I had somebody email me. They promoting a product like three days ago. And I was like, who is this person? Like I must right. have like opted into their funnel to see what they were doing months ago, but I, I don't remember. It was so long ago. I hadn't heard from them. You don't want that. You want them to be like, Oh, Hey, it's Bobby. He's emailing mm-hmm. me. And I always love his emails because then they're more likely to open them. Right. And yeah. they're more likely to click. So you need mm-hmm. to train them. You need to be consistent. So email your list, right? Do it weekly. Do it consistently. Once a week, that's all you can manage. Cool. Do 52 emails a year, but do them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think in like, a, I think of an analogy, like when I, if you, you know how people like schools have those like candy fundraisers and stuff. So like if you have a neighbor, right, you talk to your neighbor every once in a while, like you're cool with them. You hang out with them at like the, the neighborhood barbecue. And then like after two years of knowing them, they're like, Hey, my kid's having this fundraiser at school. Like, can you buy some candy bars from him? It'll help him out a lot. I'd be like, sure. Yeah, I'll go get the cash. Of if course, some yeah. random dude knocked on my door at like 10 o'clock at night on like a Thursday and was like, boom, boom, boom. Would you buy some candy from me, sir? I would be like, hell no. Get like the, the man next door to me. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, no, you should one do not. You should not be at my house at this time of night. 
And two, I'm not buying food from you, like leave. <laughs> right. But that's the difference. It's like people don't even, they get people yeah. on their email list. People forget why they even got onto an email list or what they opted to into in the first place. And then right. all of a sudden you're like, Hey, buy this, you know, thousand dollar product. It doesn't work. Me. Doesn't work. People, people buy from people that they like and that they trust. Like it's really that like people will buy things if they like you. If you watched, listen to the round table podcast we did, Tanya talked about this where mm. she was like, one of the reasons I've had success with sales is not because I'm a sales expert. It's because I'm good at just talking to people and making them comfortable and then they like me. And so they want to buy from me. Yeah. It's that simple. So with email, like going back to it, like that was more of a point on what your actions before the launch yeah, will proceeding, you know, yeah. dictate the success. Like I think email is super important. Like that's one of the main ways we've driven sales. It's one of the main ways all of my clients drive sales. We're using the email list to get people to the sales page and to buy. And, and so I think email is really important. And I think the big thing that people really screw up here is that they don't email enough. Frequency matters. Like, and you need to get out of your comfort zone and hammer your list. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, we, yeah. we do over four days, We'll do two emails morning, evening for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we'll hit them with three on Sunday with one at night. And that's probably considered a mild amount of emails compared to other people I know. I mentioned Jason earlier. Jason, when he promotes his coaching, he does the same kind of thing. But on that last day, he sends like six emails. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's just, it's the same thing as like it's sales, right? Like people feel bad about sales. And it's like, if you believe in your product, and you are coming from a good place of trying to help people and you think your product will help people and it's not just a way to get money, then you won't feel bad about it, right? You know, and that's like Jason, he'll send six emails on the last day because he believes that if people come in to his program and follow it, they're going to lose weight and they're going to improve all of their health markers. And it's going to improve their life and maybe extend their life. So he feels like he has a duty to do everything in his power to get them to buy because that's the only way he can help them, right? And that's the, the attitude you have to have about sales. Same thing with that round table. I think Adam said almost the exact same thing on that round table. And that's yeah. because it's what we believe. So if you feel bad about emailing your list because you might annoy them, or you might upset them, you need to look at whether you go back to the product. Like, is it a good product? <laughs> like, do you think it'll help people? Because you right. probably won't feel as bad about it. And there's always going to be people that get annoyed or don't like it. And they're going to unsubscribe and it's okay because they were never going to buy from you anyway. So who cares? But the reality is like, we've talked about this before. How many people have been like, Hey, stop emailing me. Like in the last two years when we do these right. promotions. Yeah. It's like, it's like two. <laughs> I think it's pretty small. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's less, it's like on average, less than one. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like every two launches, I might have somebody that's like, ah, stop emailing me. But the reality is like the more, more time effort you put in your list, the more you email, the better the relationship is like the people that, that are annoyed by your emails, like, they can get off your list and that's fine. Or sometimes like if they like your other content a lot, they'll just ignore your emails and keep going. We've seen so many people uh, and I love our affiliates, but a lot of our affiliates are this way where they're, they're scared, like super scared to email their list. And it's like, they could promote our product and make five times as much money if they sent like three emails instead of one email, you know? And it's right. like, we see that a lot where they're like, ah, I don't want to email too much. I don't want to be too salesy. And it's like, what is the point of the and, business thing? <laughs> and know? we like, know, yeah. And we know, we know that it works and we know that frequency improves sales because when we've had affiliates that have taken our recommendations and have done higher frequency of emails, we see an increase in sales every single day because what's yeah. happening, especially with affiliates is they don't know us. 
their audience might not know us. And yep. so as they're emailing about us and our product and how it can help those people, somebody's reading two, three, four, five emails, and they're developing that trust with us and the product. And the affiliate is lending the mm -hmm. trust that they have with their audience to us. So that way sales increase every day. And we've seen that instead of having a more evenly distributed sales, like we have with our audience, the last day is always a bunch, but it's usually a little more even. Yeah. They see like a low day one, then a stair step day mm -hmm. two, day three, and a big day four. So I think that's, you just can't underestimate it. I know you're scared, right? <laughs> like everything in business is a little scary until you do it. And then eventually you come to the dark side. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. It's not even the dark side. I remember I used to have the opposite. I used to feel like this way about it where I was like, oh, I hate it when people send too many emails. Um, and now that, now that, you know, we do send quite a few emails, like it's not nearly as negative of an experience. And what we're able to do is get more people into our program and we get to know them even better and change their life even more. So it's like the people that you have a very surface level interaction with, which are people that might be on your email list for a long time and never, you know, maybe they open one every once in a while. Like, they just kind of peruse your content and then they go, ah, there's too many emails here. I'm going to, I'm going to opt out. Like that's okay because there's a, there's more people that you are going to get into your program that you're going to like really change their life on a deep level. And I think that that's more fulfilling anyway than just like having the right. vanity of like, oh, well, we've got, I've got this many people on the email list and nobody ever unsubscribes. And you know, like yeah. my, so it just, it's one of those things like if you have a product, sell it. If it's going to help people, then you should really sell it and feel good about it. So, so, we nailed it. I think we just Ooh. like blitzed through all of this stuff. This is probably one of the most like information dense podcast episodes we've ever done because <laughs> I got to go get my kids in a few minutes, but do you have any last words? I thought this was good. We could leave it at this, but if you've got anything else, like this is your moment. Uh, I, I don't think that there's anything else to cover in this podcast, but I would, if you haven't, if you're a newer listener, um, if you haven't listened to some of our earlier stuff, if you go back to the very beginning of the podcast, um, you'll see that we went through a launch and, and really detailed how we do launches and the emails yep. and everything. And I, I can't remember. Do you remember which episodes I'm, that is? I'm I'm pretty positive it's episodes. It's either two, three, and four, or four, three, four, and five. Yeah, it's but one like, of the first. Literally, couple. it's the very first episode is like why everyone should start a side hustle. And then right. we did a three-part series on launches, and we talked about course creation, pre-launch, the launch itself, and delivering results. And like, it's a really good primer and it might be fun if you've been listening to this a long time and just see like man how different are they two years later uh because i'm sure the the show is very different um oh yeah time. yeah so. i think so but yeah go check that out if you haven't that's the only thing i'd say for now because there's a lot to this cool. it's a big topic but there's yep. you know it's a fun topic so i'm glad we're gonna be talking about this more yep and all three of those episodes are going to be in the description or the the description of this so if you go to laptopempires.com and you click on this episode, uh, you're going to be able to either find them in the show notes or you can go all the way back through the catalog to episodes two, two three, and four and find them that way. Uh, so definitely check that out. And uh, we appreciate you listening. As always, please subscribe. We can be found everywhere. We are literally everywhere now. So subscribe to the podcast. You never miss an episode. We will see you next Monday. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast.